rapper Rick Ross gets a big win in his, in his fight to hold annual car show at his Atlanta area mansion. Did I ask though? Did I ask though? <laughs> like, no, they give the most out of pocket like notifications. One time I got one about like somebody like it was something about a foot. I'm not even kidding you. That foot. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Holy Girl. <laughs> Like, I'm not <laughs> even joking you. Huh? Hold up, let me try and find a funny one. Like, I have 95 notifications. Sid, what right. are you even talking about right now? WSB TV News. You have the app? Yes, because it's, like, it's, like, useful sometimes for, like... Oh, man, did all the notifications just go away? Oh, no, they didn't. Let me find a funny one. <laughs> you actually cracked me up. No, I'm not ready. Police said an odor at a woman's home was so... <laughs> an odor at a woman's home was so foul they checked for a body police found another crime <laughs> what was the crime it's dead animals bruh oh my gosh it's it's dead birds was she keeping them let me see if i can find another one you can Diabolical. keep this in if you want this these are so funny some of them are actually serious though so let me not I don't know why they send me so many notifications, though. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm ready. It's just so funny to me. I should read a funny news headline at the beginning of every podcast. <laughs> I just found another funny one. Georgia woman arrested after breaking into closed restaurant, making salad worth $500. Oh my gosh, all she wanted was a salad. <laughs> Otay. Otay. I was about to yell, and then I was like, let me not break their ears. Hey, guys. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yo, yeah. Okay. Let's go through. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host, Brie. Go sit. What if I just didn't talk? That would be actually crazy. (laughs) It's been like a savage. Can we start over? I got nervous. Can we start over? But what if I just didn't talk? (laughs) I got nervous. Let's start over. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back hey. to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host, Bree. And Sid. Now, why did you have to swallow in because the mic? Because I thought it would be fun. I just wanted to hear it. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Today is a beautiful Friday for us, but for you guys, it's a Monday, hopefully. But Can it I may try be... to do ASMR real quick? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> see what it would be like the waves crashing against the shore (laughs) okay she drinks deer park that poor deer park (laughs) first step to having a holy girl summer is to not drink deer park deer park is actually kind of mid yeah it tastes bad like i don't like spring water i would rather have purified water but we work with what we got we work with what we got college what's your favorite type of water my favorite type we should start with an icebreaker question yeah what's your favorite type of water I think, okay, my favorite, like, brand, like, Walmart Publix, whatever, or, like, oh. like, brand, like, Aquafina, Fiji, design. Yeah, brand, brand. Like, brand, not brand. store brand. Unless it is your, unless a store brand one is your favorite out of all of them. I don't know if I have. I just prefer, like, I've never tasted a water, and I think, like, water tastes so good when I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, if like, I just went on a run or I slept and I'm painfully dehydrated, then, then like, the, every deer park will taste, like, 
living flowing water you know Mm -hmm. so i don't even know if i have a favorite and i feel like a lot of people who actually drink like the fiji's and the smart water feel like it's overpriced and doesn't taste any different yeah i've never actually had fiji or smart water i had fiji once and the fact that i didn't remember the experience lets me know that it wasn't like yeah i don't think i have a favorite i just have a least favorite and that's deer park the type of water that i have a case of 40 of right now in my room (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it just, like, spring water just tastes like, ooh, like, I can taste the it aftertaste. It tastes bitter. It yeah. has an aftertaste. I don't yeah. like it, but no, yeah. I'm still going to drink it because money. No, yeah. I don't think Fiji tastes really any different. And I think, I think my disappointment in it is what made it become, like, a... Wait. Is spring water still purified? What's the difference? I don't know, actually. Mm. I, I mean, I thought it was... I mean, it's all purified. You're not drinking, like, metals. But I think there's a difference in the... Mm flavoring for sure because this water tastes like natural do they have like added minerals in that because uh, most it like 100 percent natural spring water yeah most places they that means they pull in it straight out the spring <laughs> i'm sure they're, the they filter it up like a lot of bottles that people prefer are ones that have um they tend to say <laughs> <laughs> they tend to say adding minerals Okay, so now that we've gotten that out the way, our little icebreaker question, what are we going to be talking about today, Sid? Today, since it's summertime, we're going to be talking about Holy Girl Summer. Yeah! Because we've all heard of a hot girl summer, you know, hot girl summer for those of y'all that don't know because I feel like, I feel like we have some of an older demographic in here listening to. <laughs> oh yeah, true. For so those like, of us who didn't grow up with Meg the Stallion in high school <laughs> because it's the and she put two easy for a reason make the stallion so yeah for those of y'all that don't know hot girl summer is kind of just a mentality yeah is it, it well it's a mentality but it is also a way of life okay yeah it's a lifestyle a hot girl summer from like social media's point of view the whole i mean i guess it is right it is really a mindset the mindset is pretty much do what you want to be happy Mm -hmm. like and so if that means going out living it up and partying then that's what you do Mm -hmm. and typically those actions fall under what like when someone says they're gonna have a hot girl summer yeah that is what they're saying like it's not even yes it's about like doing what you want to be happy Mm -hmm. but it's about like the activity too like like what like living it up having fun and Mm -hmm. all of Anything that falls under that umbrella. Which is wilding. And then, but then from there, that turned into, um, or not really turned into, but now you have all these different, what's the word, like derivatives of a hot girl summer. I remember mm-hmm. you, you, people will say, we're having a healing girl summer. We're having mm-hmm. a hot girl semester. We're having, um, I don't know. I've heard like different ones Yeah. throughout and they all kind of have their own different definitions, but since we are the Holy Girl Hotline, we thought what better way to teach the hot girls to have a Holy Girl Summer than, than to have the Holy Girl... You know? <laughs> that sounds so bad. Now. It's fine. Actually, this, is, this is our mentality. Yeah. This is a new mentality. This is a new mentality. It's a new lifestyle. It is. The same way that a hot girl summer is. Because hot girls can have Holy Girl Summers too. Yeah. It's 100% possible. And it's exciting. Because... Like, the hot girl summer, it's also a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a choice. It's mm-hmm. not a holier-than-thou summer. It's not a... <laughs> it's not a... Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> it's not like... 
it's not like the absence of fun. It's not like you're becoming a nun this summer. It's not, that's not what a Holy Grail summer is. It's just like choosing to have, choosing to have fun in a way that glorifies God instead of. Choosing to live in a way that glorifies God instead of yourself. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Okay. I feel like that was a roundabout way to introduce this, but I, I hope that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I think it did. I think I, it Yeah. Sense. Okay. Okay. So, with that being said, would you like to tell the class what it means to be holy? Because yeah. someone may be listening, and they may be like, what? How do you spell that? Like, what mm. does that mean? Or they may have had a bad representation of, like, the word holy. Because yeah. I know, like, especially you hear a lot of, like, kids who grew up, like, Southern Baptists, like, they hear the word holy and they think tight belts and long skirts and legs crossed mm-hmm. and women serve in the house. <laughs> and, right. like, holy means to literally not be yourself. And that can be painful for some people. Right. So, let us know, girl. What does it mean? Okay, when I think of holiness, I think of I, th- I think of it synonymously with, like, set apart or, like, distinguished from the world or just kind of renewed or restored. And that's something that, that's something that can only come from God because God's character, one of God's characteristics is his holiness. And that means that God is perfect and he can't be in the presence of sin um, because he's holy sin can't dwell in his presence and he obviously in that case does not sin and does not tolerate sin so that's what the holiness of god means i think an example of this is um in the old testament when god was first um setting apart the israelites as his nation um they had he had to distinguish them from the rest of the nations in some way in order for them to know for the rest of the world to know that this was a set apart holy god's nation right and so there were certain things that they did certain things that they did differently from the world to be set apart and to be distinguished some of those things being like with like as you can see in the law and that's not that's not something that was like it's like we're still under now but it's more just like these were some things that were done to separate the nation of israel from the rest of the world yeah to make them look different and the fact that that they were monotheistic already made them very set apart but that's yeah. kind of the idea of holiness in a, in a nutshell is kind of like to be set apart mm-hmm, yeah. separate from the world yeah. um and just kind of distinct so yeah i love that so i guess in terms of like personally how do we how do we become holy girls or guys are you asking yeah <laughs> <laughs> That was not rhetorical. <laughs> she said, I need an answer now. <laughs> I feel like for us to, if by definition it means to be set apart, mm-hmm. then if having a holy girl summer, having a hot girl summer, having a healing girl summer, having all these things are based on a mindset, right. then a holy girl summer is also a mindset and it's also a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of that can just come from starting with like what you fill yourself with and okay. like obviously that's not like you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah like it still starts with like what you fill yourself up with and mm-hmm. what you choose to spend your time doing and who you choose to hang around because in the summertime there is so much idle time most yeah. of us are out from school or like high school college whatever or you're taking a semester off maybe you're traveling even like 
a lot of people who work, they tend to take some time off over the summer and holidays because that's time to travel, that's time to do things. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for us to fall into just like distractions almost and Mm -hmm. or feeling stagnant, which are things that we want to talk about a little bit later on in the episode. Mm -hmm. But there are just so many things that can really take your focus and if being a holy girl, if being a hot girl, if being a healing girl, if being any of these things is a mindset, then that means it's a focus. And so yeah. to have a holy girl summer, to be a holy girl is just a focus on mm-hmm. being holy, mm-hmm. a focus on being set apart. And how do you, how do the, how does the fruit of being set apart happen? Mm-hmm. Like in your life, it comes from what you fill yourself with, which mm-hmm. is holiness which is god right that was like a lot of a equals b and b equals c but like that so a equals c (laughs) no that makes sense yeah it's like kind of like what we talked about in the last episode that like you are what you eat yeah and so if you fill yourself with holy things and you surround yourself with holy people yeah that's what you can produce pretty much okay that makes sense yeah um okay so practically what does a holy girl summer look like what are some of the things that you think I mean, you kind of hit on it a little bit, but what are some of the things that we can surround ourselves and consume to be set apart from the way everybody else is doing summer? And just for some context, like, I feel like this is important to say, um, kind of like what we're, I guess the mindset that we're thinking about with summer is like being on a college campus and how that goes. Yeah. That's the only thing we can speak on Yeah, because we're not adults. We don't have mortgages. We don't have kids. And obviously, if you have all those things, that's not saying you can't listen. That is us saying we can only speak from our limited, like, college age Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. So there aren't, yeah, we don't have those factors into what we may talk about. But I definitely don't think that just because we don't deal with those things or have those things that someone who does can't, like, relate to what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just wanted to say, like, that that's kind of the lens we're coming at it from. Yeah. Yeah. is like very much party culture and yeah. schools out and you schools know out, scream, shout. <laughs> you know all the things that come with that okay go ahead wait ask the question again i forgot it um question was what are some practical things like that we can surround ourselves with and fill ourselves with holy wise holiness wise that set us apart from how everyone else is doing summer i think i think that comes from I guess one thing that could help, because what you're asking, right, mm-hmm. like, is community mm-hmm. and, like, who you spend your time with, because the summer can be a very easy place for you to fall into isolation, or sometimes you are intentionally alone because God wants you to be alone, and other times you're alone because you chose to be alone and you're meant to be in community, mm-hmm. and for the people that have the ability to be in community, which most people do, take that up and be in good community and pray about your friends pray about the people that you are going to be surrounded by because one thing that i've been learning more and more as time has gone by is like when it comes to you finding people that you want to be like who emulate traits that you want to grow into who follow christ who do all these things like you can't you can't choose to not get lunch with them just because they don't like the same color as you they don't watch the same shows as you like it's very different when you're picking friends who are not really picking friends but like growing friendships trying to grow friendships or find people that have the same faith as you and like believe in the same things that you do we can get very caught up in like oh but they don't like this show so they can't be my best friend oh they they don't like to eat here so i don't know Mm -hmm. and it's like faith-based friendships 
are based on faith and yeah. they can be built off of faith and grow if you guys have that in common then that's enough because there are so many people who are like i have no friends and i have no community and i have no this and i have no that when they do have community it's just that they don't they may not be able to connect with like worldly things with that community if that mm-hmm. makes sense you know and so i feel like one of the first steps into having a successful holy, holy girl summer is community community mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things i feel like that can help you stay the stay the course to have a holy girl summer because mm-hmm. when you're around people who are who have the same goals as you who honestly just want to please god like you're when you're surrounded by that that's what you are going to be producing too you yeah. know mm-hmm. and i think another thing is like habits mm-hmm. and like filling yourself up with things that continue to purify you and make you better and and set you apart because mm-hmm. and all that comes from being in god's word from listening to sermons from li- worshiping from not just listening to worship music but worshiping from like studying what you take in what movies are you watching what people are you hanging out with what songs are you listening to all these different things because his word says you know make every effort to live holy lives Mm -hmm. and it's like with everything that we have with everything that we do like we are called to do that Mm -hmm. and i think it's so interesting because we are already created to do that like god has already made us holy we're not constantly becoming more and more holier if you've been saved by grace by jesus christ then you Mm -hmm. have already been made holy which is why you have a spirit in you that can tell you right from wrong and Mm -hmm. feels awkward when you do certain things and can't really like fit in with those types of people and and these groups of people and all these different things that some people may view as like like negative like they yeah (laughs) i don't even know what i'm trying to say about that part but Honestly, we were already called to live holy lives. You already mm-hmm. have the ability to live a holy life because you are made holy. And so doing those things, obviously by like reading your word, worshiping, going to church, all those things. But also just like, like I said earlier, like being intentional about what you listen to. Because sure. those things, what you what you do and what you don't do, like affect each other the same way choosing not to listen to a song choosing not to watch a certain movie choosing Mm -hmm. not to go out with those friends Mm -hmm. that has a very strong effect in the same way that choosing to read your bible does yeah choosing to worship does you know yeah i think this is important because um like i think there are two i think there are two types of christians in this world right or maybe more than two, but two that I'm thinking of right now is, is like... <laughs> two on the mind. <laughs> yeah, like, there's worldly Christians, and then there's worldly Christians, and those are the Christians that fit Christianity into a worldly oh, lifestyle. I just, like, thought of something. I'm so sorry. You, yeah, no. No, you're saying, ex- like, lukewarm. Yeah. Like, yeah. one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. Literally, in the word, it literally says, like... I would rather you be, isn't it in Revelation, he's talking to a church, I would rather you be hot Hot or cold cold than to be this in-between, and, like, that right there, to be set apart, you, like, you can't be in-between, you have to listen to the spirit inside of you, like, doing, because if you have the spirit inside of you, then you being one foot in, one foot out is probably hurting you deeply, and if it's not hurting you, then it probably means that you have both feet out. <laughs> yeah, you're either hot or you're cold. Like, it, yeah. it's one of the two. But when you are struggling with something, like, I don't know, you just, like, bring up that, like, 
the lukewarm, because essentially that's what you were saying, like, that mm-hmm. just completely, that completely, in, like, the summertime is a great time for us to fall into lukewarm oh, yeah. behavior. Oh, yeah, for sure, and we want to be the type of Christians that, that build our, our lifestyles around, around holiness, not try to shove it in the other way around, so, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's, it's an important topic, because we don't, we don't want to be the other type, we don't want to, we don't want to put, um, our faith on the back burner because that should be the priority of our lifestyle because then that confuses other people too for sure the word literally says like don't let what you eat consume i mean consume confuse somebody else you know like don't because if you're wearing jesus on your shirt and on your sleeve and you're you know are you saying you go to church and all these things but then you know they see you out drunk every night at a party same party they are yeah and they may not then they may like that that confuses people that yeah. is like okay i'm confused i thought you were doing this and now you're mm-hmm. doing this. and it, it's like it confuses people and it also sends um what's mixed the word? messages it sends mixed messages it i don't even know the word i'm looking for but like, i think it's just like it hurts your influence we're gonna do another episode probably on influence but holiness yeah. holiness is influence holiness being set apart has influence because obviously if you're set apart and you're different like people are going to watch you people are going to notice that and i think mm-hmm. that there's a certain level of influence that comes with being holy and if we you know get into the summer era right and we yeah. start to kind of compromise and we start to kind of you know lose that influence then like people kind of people notice that people yeah. notice people who are different and when they start to slip and we don't want to put ourselves in positions where, you know, we almost, our influence is diminished and then it's almost like we're okaying sin or we're like yeah. condoning or even falling into it ourselves. And exactly. Publicly, you know, and yeah. that hurts your influence too. So I think like holiness is not only just about us, but also about our influence to others too. That's very true. I completely agree. And that's why I feel like that just goes back to like why the word says like pastors get judged on a different level obviously we're not saying that we're pastors but like the reason why they do is because of their influence Influence. you know so yeah you have a certain level of responsibility when people are following you yeah people are looking up to you so yeah just keep that in mind when you're going into summer and like you're tempted with these with this this mindset of like party culture and and kind of just like living it up freedom yeah Yeah. that freedom that you have to like do everything because Mm -hmm. just because you can do everything doesn't mean everything is good for you yeah that is also in a word like yeah it may not be a sin but it's also not may not be beneficial yeah and you not listening to your convictions is a sin that god like what am i saying it is a sin like it is what if you if the holy spirit is in your heart and has told you "Mm, maybe not go there and you go there the act of going there in that specific like action isn't a sin but the fact that you yeah but the fact that you went after you were told not to that's the sin and this isn't like obviously we all know everyone messes up we mess up it's not this isn't like saying that if you mess up then you are not holy that you can't sit with us that you are just scum that you are not going to heaven like this isn't reinforcing things that toxic christianity may have taught Mm -hmm. what it is saying though is that because or what we are trying to say because we were already made holy 
like stop going back to the things that keep hurting you and harming you yeah and let everything that we may have talked about be something that encourages you to not go back knowing that you have influence because you have the spirit of god in you knowing that there are people looking up to you girls looking up to you guys looking at you whatever not Mm -hmm. like guys looking at girls but i'm saying like guys looking up to god like you know yeah like you have influence because of that influence like let that almost show you how special you are and how much god values you to let you be someone with influence Mm -hmm. and with that value it and take advantage of it and not just do what you want or think that your actions just affect you because they don't. And the reason, like, why, like, God gives us these boundaries and things that we should do, shouldn't do, things that he says that, I don't even want to say recommends because God isn't, like, a in-between. He's, like, do it or don't. Mm-hmm. But we have these things that we should do because he knows that the effects of us doing the opposite or doing anything but that will be bad. Yeah. Like, when we get drunk with wine he's not saying don't get he's not saying don't get drunk with wine and then you get drunk with wine and then your life falls apart after that as a punishment Mm -hmm. he's saying don't get drunk with wine so that like if you get drunk with wine like the he's trying to protect you from the effects of that specific thing because the consequences are going to come regardless and so often we fall into feeling like maybe we mess up and then something bad happens and it's like oh god is punishing me and it's like yeah, he disciplines his children, but sometimes it's not that he's even, like, disciplining you or punishing you. Sometimes it's the just the natural consequence that his word was trying to protect you from because mm-hmm. you and him are on the same side, you know? Yeah. Like, y'all are on the same team. Yeah. I think, like, first coming to college last summer, because, like, I I came to college during the summer kind of in that kind of, like, school hasn't started yet type of type of vibe, right? But it was, like, Anyway, you can get away with a few things. Yeah, <laughs> they so, don't really count for real. Yeah, so like in full transparency, so that nobody gets the idea that like this is something that is so far removed from me, is that like I I like ha- being in the com- like this is why community is so important. Being in a community of people and being surrounded by people that kind of indulged in that kind of party culture, like like type idea of freedom type of summer, right? Um. That community is important because, like, the people you surround yourselves with is ultimately what you will become. Yeah. And so, like, being surrounded by that type, those type of people, eventually, I found myself in a situation where I was at a party, and I was like, it was just, it was a place that I knew I shouldn't have been, um, for a couple reasons. One being because, obviously, at college parties, right, a lot of drinking and other things happens, and that's already something right off the bat that goes against my values and that's not something I wanted to partake in. Two is like if I'm and this is this goes back to the influence thing I was talking about. If I'm trying to be a light to this community that I'm in and then I go into the darkness with them, it's really hard to shine a light in a place. I hate when people use that saying of like, Oh yeah, like because people only use the whole Jesus hung out with sinners to excuse their sin. Like, yeah. I, it's very rare that I hear people say that and use it in the right context. Like, I always hear it as, like, oh, like, catch someone at a party who's supposed to be preaching yeah. tomorrow. Oh, well, Jesus hung out with the sinners. That's just what I'm doing. No, Jesus didn't yeah, drink no. with the sinners. It was more of, like... I heard that... I heard someone say that it was because... It wasn't that Jesus sat with the sinners. The sinners 
chose to sit with Jesus. Yeah, like, Jesus wasn't being influenced by the sinners. Right, he was was influencing influencing them. And you aren't, in like, you getting drunk with all your best friends isn't influencing them. Yeah, no. To, you know, it's you maybe hanging out with them and you choosing maybe not to drink. Mm -hmm. That influences them. Right. It's not saying sit in your room and be a nun all day. With who you hang around, with who you are with, with, like your your job with your life with everything that you have like choosing to be holy in that that's not avoiding situations that come up but it's in those situations am i gonna drink with my friends am i gonna go and sleep with this guy am i gonna do this because what sets you apart isn't you sleeping with him and saying that oh yeah like Jesus, you know, he hung out with the sinners, you know, I'm just trying to convert, I'm just trying to help him out. Like, no, you saying no, you being like, no, purity. You saying, no, I don't want to drink. You saying, no, I don't want to smoke. You saying, no, I don't want to go out and do whatever it is. Maybe it's not that uh, serious. Maybe it's something like, no, I don't want to yell at this person. No, I don't want to gossip about this person. Mm -hmm. You saying no to those, like, quote unquote, little things, Mm -hmm. like, that is what sets you apart. You know, that is what influences other people not you doing the action and then saying that because you're a christian doing the action that you're influencing somebody yeah so like it just it was yeah it was a situation where i was definitely being influenced and you know even if it's a situation like i didn't drink at the party or anything but i feel like even that maybe for some people it's fine i guess that's more of a personal conviction issue i guess i guess but for me it was like even being in the situation was a disruption of influence. And it's like the people with you kind of yeah. look at you and it's like, okay, well, if you're here and you talk about Jesus all the time, then yeah. it must be cool if I'm here. And then... And it, like, it okay, their sin. Yeah, too. it diminishes, like, your authority almost. The authority that you have. Or not authority, but just, like, the credibility. Yeah. And then you leave the party, right? And you're talking about Jesus again. It's like, okay, but you were just with us yeah so it's like who are you to tell me that this is wrong when you were right there in the heat with us so you know i just feel like you have to be careful and that's something i learned from that experience is the reason i share that one is because i don't want anybody listening to think that like this this holiness thing is like is something that i have perfect or it's like exclusive and like oh we've never messed up because girl we have stories right it's definitely not like something that i'm this is something that I want to make a difference in in the summer that I'm going into. I don't yeah. want it to be the same as the summer I just left. It's like, this is this is a renewed mindset. It's a restored mindset. And so, like, this summer, I want it to be, I have the influence and I have the decision rights and who I surround myself with and the situations I put myself in and the influence that I have I don't want it to be the other way around and I just feel like that's how it was in the past yeah so that's really just encouragement to y'all is like it's okay to have previous seasons in your life where you feel like you were kind of indulging in the worldly mindset yeah it's okay you slip up yeah it's okay yeah, to yeah. it's okay if you mess up this summer but like just recognize and remember that it's never too late to um it's never too late to kind of change your mindset and surround yourself with people that are gonna kind of keep you straight because yeah yeah it really is about who you surround yourself with so just keep that in mind let that be encouragement for sure we're on this journey together and it's i know like if anybody listening is also in college it's tough it's tough being 
in that environment like yeah you may be the only christian there it may be hard yeah so just be encouraged that you know you're not alone and we're gonna all go through this together and it and it'll be awesome it's not the who is backing it up bro out there? last episode there was that a siren, siren. <laughs> what and now it's it's, now it's there's the, a lot of construction going on. i love being a city girl but yeah no, yeah and even like going off of that i would say one thing that i struggled with a lot was like letting my what i believe about something be determined by what other christians believed mm-hmm. like if i saw that other christians around me like i was the influenced one not the influencer i was right. the one who saw other christians or whatever and if they went out and drunk then i was like i would start to question Am I wrong? My convictions? Yeah, Yeah. like, is well, why do I feel convicted? And I feel like this past past two years of me being here, I've gotten so much stronger in what I've, what I know, and I feel like that has just been the key to staying strong and staying true to who you are. Because Mm -hmm. if you know that you know that you know that something is wrong, like, and you are well versed in that, then you are confident in what you feel and you are confident in knowing that you're not just the only one who feels that way because the bible is clear about not i mean the bible doesn't say like don't drink i mean it says you know yeah it's drunkenness and then it's like with that like you know of course going to a party like the act of going to a party that's why that is not by the way i want to clarify oh yeah 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 i knew that yeah yeah i want to clarify that when i said that's up to personal conviction i didn't mean drinking i meant going to a party yeah yeah by the way like i i don't think drinking is good it may not be like you can justify it trying to say that it may not be to the point of drunkenness but think about god's heart on it exactly that's where people don't like people get stumped by that they're like no like well drinking is fine like i'm not drunk and it's like okay but where is your heart because one thing Mm -hmm. i always look at is like okay why are most people drinking at a party anyway because they're uncomfortable with themselves they're uncomfortable being sober they feel like they need to have a good time they feel peer pressure none of these reasons are meant to glorify god Mm -hmm. but a glass of wine at a you know maybe sitting down with someone mm-hmm. and talking with them an intentional environment a self-controlled environment For a, sure, yeah. a an environment that's not breeding lust flesh whatever mm-hmm. like when that environment is set then yeah a, a little fine, yeah. drink here and there that isn't a bad thing but most times when you check the heart of people who are going to these parties to drink or to to not even going to these parties but just going to them in general some of them may be going just to have sex right just to you know try drugs just to feel something if mm-hmm. that is your intention then that is that is where the line has to be drawn of like okay if your heart isn't right on it yeah if it's a situation where good. if it's a situation where worldly people will look at you and think you're one of them then yeah, that's the problem that's a great meter to like if, if you're if our fruit looks the same then yeah. something's off like, like if it's in a social setting it's like a glass of wine like okay there's 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 i guess there's appropriate ways to drink there but are like there are definitely appropriate ways yeah. to drink hello over jesus's body convenient right. <laughs> like right, right right and not even just that but just like socializing yeah socializing that's not what we mean but i just want to be clear that like 
in no way am I condoning drinking at parties. Like, what oh, I yeah. meant by that is if you end up at a party... <laughs> Shots to okay. the whole road. Like, okay, no, yeah. that's not what we're saying. That, yeah, I don't think... I mean, I can't say for every Christian that you shouldn't go to parties. I'm saying for myself, that's what I mean is as an as a area of personal oh, conviction. Yeah. But and drinking I, yeah. is like... If, if other people are going to look at you and think that you're normal... One of them. Then, yeah, check yeah. yourself. And I, I think that's so true. I think the reason why people... In case someone's listening and they don't understand or maybe they've been told like oh like christians shouldn't go to parties christians shouldn't do this christians shouldn't do that all i can say from my own part is that i feel like the reason why people blanketly say like oh christians shouldn't do x christians shouldn't do y isn't because the act of going to something or doing something or hanging out with someone is bad Mm -hmm. but it's the heart posture of what's there because yeah the bible may not explicitly say don't go out and party but the bible does talk about filling your mind with things that are good true honest pure lovely you know the bible does talk about being self-controlled the bible does talk about living a pure life the bible does talk about all these different things that it's like it doesn't have to explicitly say don't party don't drink don't have sex don't do this and some of the things they do explicitly say like don't do that but it doesn't have to be so explicit for us to know okay maybe we shouldn't do it because if it says think on things that are xyz like all the pure honest good lovely and honoring god and all these things Mm -hmm. then there are so many things that because it says that regardless if it's at a party or i'm talking to a friend or i'm hearing a story or i'm watching a movie like that rule that rule quote unquote applies everywhere yeah you know like why do we why do we as christians want to get so close to the line without touching this no, thing literally. we'll do everything we can to get like right up on it but be like ah they were talking about this on the just different podcast they were like instead we need to be like run because if you're asking about the line that typically means that you are treading really really close to to the the line line, and your heart isn't set in the right place anyway yeah you're if you know the line you should know the line so that you can see how far you're running away Away from from it it. not how close you can get to it tiptoeing you know yeah agreed um so basically point of all that was um in the summer era and especially on a college campus there's going to be a lot of temptations and a lot of community that goes in the direction of the world but protect your influence protect your convictions and protect your circle no yeah this was such a a, not a chaotic episode but we just kind of (laughs) yeah everything that Sydney said I second um he just a holy girl summer isn't a action-based thing it's a mindset thing it's a heart posture it's a living as who you are already called to be because mm-hmm. at the end of the day we are you're not being a holy girl isn't you trying to put on a cute white dress and physically look the part or like legalistically look the part of like what you do and like you being one way behind closed doors but then when you go out you're trying to be something no a holy girl is what you already are mm-hmm. and this summer is to just bring it out of you even yeah. more because so many people don't realize that maybe you've been told oh yeah like you see holiness as this thing that you have to like you just have to be it's not really who you are maybe your parents have said that to you but behind closed doors they act completely different right and that's the thing a holy girl isn't just some action it's not just something that you try to do and look cool and aesthetic and pinteresty or like mm-hmm. a holy girl is a heart posture a holy right. girl is a 
it's it's a lifestyle it's who you already are it's where peace is it's where light is it's where love is if like literally galatians 5 talks about this so much where the spirit of the lord is love joy peace patience kindness goodness like all these the fruit like you see fruit and then right before they talk about that in galatians 5 paul Mm -hmm. talks about the fruits of what happens when you aren't like when you're not led by the spirit and it's all the things that lead people to anxiety depression yeah and and i'm not saying if you have anxiety and depression the spirit of the lord isn't in you because that's not the same thing right but most of those things of this world lead to so much emptiness and suicidal thoughts and all these things that don't can't exist where god is Mm -hmm. you know like when god is there there is love there is hope there's freedom there is life there's all these all these beautiful things that this world is longing for that you can have by being quite literally who god made you to be yeah a holy girl i think another quick practical thing is like this will be another episode too but um another way to kind of separate ourselves especially during the summer is like appearance wise like modesty and this is going to be a, a, another topic for sure mm-hmm. but just kind of briefly to touch on it like first peter 3 says do not let your adorning be external i'm gonna skip but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which in god's sight is very precious and it says for this is how the holy woman holy women who hoped in god used to adorn themselves I think that's so powerful. Yeah. And I think even just the way you you present yourself can be a good way to separate yourself from the world. No, yeah. Um, and I, I love that because that's, I feel like, of course, in another episode, we can, like, really dissect that because modesty mm-hmm. is something that, like, I've struggled with that, like, most people just don't understand. <laughs> no, no. Like, literally, there's so many things that are confusing about it that we want to talk about later but Mm -hmm. for now focusing on the the part of like being adorned with traits yeah not your looks outward external appearance yeah Yeah. be clothed with your the beauty of your heart Mm -hmm. essentially another one is from first timothy 2 9 um likewise also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control so yeah just um that's another kind of practical thing to kind of set yourself apart but yeah i think i cannot believe it's already been 50 minutes that was crazy and honestly guys i'm so sorry if any of you have ever had someone maybe speak those verses over you and make you feel bad about your body or made you feel like you weren't like enough that god couldn't love you that you know, because you wore a crop top or you showed your shoulders or something that, like, you're headed straight to hell. That Mm -hmm. is not true. And this is not what we're trying to enforce either. Yeah. All of this is through love. It's through, like, what God has told us, like, to get us to a path of life. Because as Sid said, like, as she has had stories, I probably had 20 million more stories before her because the way that I was living was a story of its own. And so there are so many things that I can speak on so passionately because I'm like, I touched that. I know what that feels like. And mm-hmm. that is not life. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We're mm-hmm. college girls. Like we, we are around this stuff all the time. We, we, we can, we can relate. Like mm-hmm. we understand we're preaching to ourselves. It's like, from experience. Literally. For sure. So, holiness is an identity. Modesty is an identity. It's not 
it's not really really focused on the external it's not like really folk like I don't think God is really tripping on your crop top I think it's more of like it's more your identity it's more where do you root your identity yeah. is it in how you look and how people perceive you or is it in um your identity in Christ and your holiness and godliness so yeah yeah that's that's about it though right well thank you guys so much we do have a surprise though oh yeah we have a question we have the hotline okay guys so now that we reached the end of this episode we meant to mention this in the beginning but hopefully you stay till the end because we have some hotline questions that we were asked yeah and we're only going to answer one in this episode because we are already reaching yeah (laughs) kind of a some length with this episode so we'll touch on this one um and then in our next episode we'll end with another question and so on yeah yeah and feel free to submit other questions it'll be on our instagram at holy girl hotline um and or you can just if you know us personally you can just text us or dm us yeah okay yay okay can you talk about feeling far from god so sid would you like to open us up with feeling far from god yes um Okay, I'll just talk about this. the same example I was talking about was last summer, right? Um, because I just finished my first year of college, and so um, the transition period from high school to college was interesting because it was different. It was freedom from home. It was freedom from the rules of my parents. It was freedom from kind of like that structure of high school right and all of a sudden you're just living with all your friends and you do everything they do and no there's no boundaries no no boundaries yeah you can stay up all night if you want nobody's gonna tell you not to if i just burped on camera i'm so sorry (laughs) but um you mean on on, (laughs) whatever bro (laughs) um so yeah that was that was a, a transitional period of my life but it was a part where unfortunately i started to fall away from just kind of the disciplines that I had from high school of like spending time with God that structured time that I had built into my routine like Mm -hmm. started to fall away because all of a sudden I had all these friends and it was like I just want to go 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 and never be alone and never spend time quiet time with God and never just just never rest and never settle Mm -hmm. so that was a period of time where I felt like I was distant from God um and it was like this constant feeling of guilt like I'd be like, all right, God, like, I didn't forget about you. I'm going to spend some time with you tomorrow. And then I, I, it just kept going like that. And it kept it kept being a, a, a period of time where I was, like, definitely putting God on the back burner and being like, I'll get to see you tomorrow. And then yeah. I wouldn't. And I'd keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. And slowly, I got out of the habit of reading the word and praying, and I just didn't anymore. So it was definitely a period of time where I felt distant from God, and I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't feel... I didn't feel the spirit. I didn't. I wasn't bearing the fruit of the spirit necessarily. It's not like it all went away, but it was just like definitely different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I remember after that that summer ended, like I remember feeling so almost relieved to be alone, and and I felt so restored just being alone and finally coming back to God. And there was a lot of guilt and shame there with like wow, I, I, like, abandoned this for, like, a whole period of my life, and yeah. it wasn't good, and sure, I had fun last summer, and I and I made some connections and relationships. I'm not saying throw the whole time away, but I am saying that I know it could have been a lot more fruitful, and it could have been a lot 
more beneficial to me if I had included God in that time and not put him on the back burner. And so after overcoming that guilt and shame and, and going back to him, I recognized that I needed to reprioritize that going into the fall. And yes, college is a lot of freedom and it's it's different, but God is not something that should change. That's He's someone that I need to make sure is priority at all times. So that's kind of how I dealt with that. I think the important part about feeling far from God is not staying there. And it's realizing that that guilt and shame is going to be there, but you have to overcome it because God doesn't want you to stay distant from him. He desires you to come back into relationship with him. And he's like Romans says, there's nothing that can separate you from his love and his arms are always open. So yeah, that's my experience with that. That was such a good, such a good story. Thank you. And it's, it's definitely not like there hasn't been other points in this year where I haven't felt far from God. There's been points where after especially after sinning, like, obviously God doesn't categorize sin, but, like, we as humans do, mm-hmm. and there's certain sins that we, we punish ourselves. <laughs> Dude, for real. Um, um, what's there's not? certain sins that we punish ourselves for more than we do others, which is not right, but yeah. um, it's just true. It just happens, and so there were times um, after that summer where it's, like, when I do things that I feel like are really bad sins, sins that I put high on my list, then I distance myself from God and I surround myself with guilt and I'm like, God does not want to hear from me right now, but that's just that's just what the devil wants you to think, that you can't go back to God. And so if it's a sin thing, um, actually if it's anything, just remind yourself that the guilt and shame, yes, feel it, but don't let it stop you from going back to God. And that would be my advice. Yeah. It's always better with God, no matter what you're going through. And he will he will always make any situation better. So, yeah. That was all. That was so good. Thanks. Okay, your turn. My turn. Far from God. Far from God. I I mean, one, I agree with everything you just said. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking while you were talking about how, like, you your natural instinct is always to, like, separate. I yeah. just think it's so... Oh, like Adam and Eve. Literally, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. I was like, isn't that crazy how that was like the first thing the first they did? Reaction. Like they hid. Yeah. And they ran because whether it was to fix themselves up or to figure out what they did, it's mm-hmm. like, God is like, if you would just come to me about it and talk about it. I mean, how many times have, I hopefully, hopefully this has happened in your family or mm-hmm. whoever's listening, like you guys' families too. But like there have been times with my parents where maybe I do something wrong, but then I try to like handle it myself, fix right. it myself. Maybe, maybe I didn't do anything. Maybe I'm just in a bad situation. Maybe I mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to like reach a teacher or something and I got a bad grade. I'm trying to get something situated, whatever. Right. And what, whenever I've tried to handle those big things by myself, when I don't include my parents, it's so hard. And then when they find out about it, they're like, they're not mad at me for getting in the situation. And they're mm-hmm. like, why didn't you just tell Ask me? Because right? I could have just did this and we would have fixed this mm-hmm. years ago. Like, if you would have just said something, if mm-hmm. you would have just, like, brought it to the person that could fix it, mm-hmm. then we would be back and better than ever. Yep. But instead, you're trying to, you're believing that you can actually fix this on your own with your own strength and you can't. Mm-hmm. And I just love kind of looking at how, like, parent-child dynamics with, yeah. like, God and his children dynamics. Like, how he made them to be just, like um like his Mm -hmm. and I think for me um I was actually talking about this Mm -hmm. and um I was listening to this sermon and 
he was talking about how by the honorable jp because i just always listen to him it was either him or rick warren i can't remember but i was listening to one of those sermons and um they were just talking about how where sin is god can't be Mm -hmm. and so if you're feeling far from god figure out what sin is in your life that's Mm. keeping you separated from him yeah and that doesn't even mean that it has to be some addiction it could be Maybe just a habit that you have of gossiping. Maybe it could be that you notice that you're so prideful. Maybe you notice that um, you don't take help from others. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, all these different things. It doesn't have to be one of the seven deadly ones either. Like, it, right. it can just re- figure out what it is that you that is in your life as a constant that may have made you feel guilty in the past, that may you may not even know is a sin, mm-hmm. but ask God to reveal to you what is it that you keep running back to in your life and nine times not nine times 99 times out of 100 Mm -hmm. i believe that he will not even 90 100 times out of 100 101 out of 100 like i believe he will show you what it is that you were doing what it is that um is creating that distance because we all know the saying and if you don't know it i'd love i'm happy that this may be the first time that you're hearing it that Mm -hmm. like if you feel far from God, just know that he hasn't moved. It's us. Like, mm. he has never moved. We have. Yeah. But in going off of that statement, off of that belief, we move by sinning. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not just literally us running, like, physically away from God. <laughs> it can quite literally be, we're on fire, we're doing this and we're doing that. But then we go back to the thing that we, yeah, you know. Like, we create the distance. Right. And, it, and it's our bad mm-hmm. habits that do that, that we continue to do over and over again. And going back to what you were saying with, like, and what I was saying with, like, trying to fix things on your own. If mm-hmm. you are dealing with something that you continue to run back to, bad habit, addiction, whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't, like bring it to god you don't you try to do it in your own strength then not only are you the habit is separating you from god but you are trying to fix it with your own actions but if you would have just brought that mistake that god i messed up again for Mm -hmm. the one millionth time to him right like the israelites (laughs) that everyone be getting mad at and whole time it be them whole time it be me i'll be yelling at genesis exodus leviticus numbers and deuteronomy Mm. i'm like what are they doing and i'm like oh i'm the idiot Got yeah, it. it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so I guess what I'd say to like talking about feeling far from God is knowing that God hasn't moved. It's us and our sin that has moved. So figure out, which sounds harsh, but like figure out what you're doing wrong because that's not, you know, but like mm-hmm. ask God to reveal to you what may be constantly coming up in your life that is harming you that is creating that distance maybe it's not an action specifically that you do maybe it's a heart thing maybe it's that you don't naturally depend on him as maybe you're not being intentional about something maybe it's your mindset about something yeah like it doesn't literally have to be something like that's so obvious that you know you do Mm -hmm. and once you figure out that then find in his word where it says that he will help you because he will help you but like find verses find where he talks maybe about that specific thing and or how he helps his people how he you know he's always here for us how he'll never leave us or forsake us how we're like you know he gives us strength read Mm -hmm. psalms like you know there there are so many things that um you can do because one thing that i've learned is that feelings are flesh like Mm -hmm. you can't that's why it says lean not on your own understanding you know so don't trust your feelings don't 
don't let your feelings dictate your relationship with God. Let the truth of God dictate your relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Don't let your habits dictate your relationship with God because feelings lie and habits can be bad and we are human, so everything about us can suck, yeah. you know? So don't trust that. Don't trust your feelings. Trust what God has said about how he's never left us, how he will always be with us, how he's He's just with us through quite literally everything. Trust mm-hmm. his love for us, you mm-hmm. know? And all of those things, I feel like, will not only, like, eliminate some of the bad things, most of the bad things, all of the bad things that may be that you may be creating in your life that you are trying to get away from. But you'll also just experience God to the fullest because the word sin is God cannot be. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's my take on feeling far from God. That was great. Hers was great too. Thanks. Hope that helps to the person who asked this and also anybody else who may be going through that. And I feel like we all do at some point, but just let God's grace overwhelm you just take the first step back because like Bree said we moved he's in it so yeah okay guys i know this was kind of long um but hope y'all enjoyed this episode and thanks for tuning in we'll see you guys next week on the holy cow bye 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 have a good week and a holy girl summer